Chapter 7 The Last Werewolf My name is Olivia Hunter. I'm speaking to you tonight, I'm praying to you tonight, to beg you, if I have to, to ask you to hear and to answer my call. I'm told that you have gone by many names over the centuries. However, now I address you as Hermes, or the man in black, if you prefer. But in any case, if you truly are the messenger of the gods, then please receive this plea and help me. Help us. When Vega told me about you, I thought that he was joking with me, especially when he told me about the time you both had a fight over your son, Pan. To be honest, I still don't know if he was telling me the truth or telling me another one of his stories. I don't know, but when he saw how distraught I was after, after the wolf was taken from me, it was Vega who told me to reach out to you so that you may hear my prayer. Because I, we, the werewolves of the world, we need the wolf in us back. And believe me, if you had met me when I was 18 years old, you would know that in no way, shape or form did I ever think that I would be wishing that the wolf was still within me. But then I lived a life with the wolf. Then I had a daughter blessed with the wolf in her also. Then I discovered that the wolf had been passed down to me, to us from my biological parents, who are also werewolves. In short, the wolf is who I am, and I am nothing if I am not the wolf. So please, if you can help me, if you can help us, please help us to bring back the wolf, said Livy Hunter, as she looked up and into the eyes of a marble statue that depicted the Greek messenger god Hermes, which Vega had purchased and had in the foyer of his home. How's it going? asked Vega, as he came up behind Olivia and put his arms around her waist. Not good, replied Olivia solemnly, as she continued to look up at the marble statue of Hermes wearing his winged helmet. Maybe the messenger guard is no longer receiving messages, replied Vega flippantly, attempting to lighten the mood. Don't do that, replied Olivia. Noticeably annoyed by Vega's seemingly insensitive joke. I was just... I... I... I'm sorry, replied Vega nervously, realising that he had hurt Olivia's feelings. I was just... Yeah, I know, but... But now is not the time. The wolf... The wolf is gone, for God's sake. Don't you understand what I'm going through? What I, Melissa, and every other werewolf around the world is going through? replied Olivia, as she sighed out of sadness and frustration. But, but you know what happened, right? And thanks to psychic supernatural investigator Joe Jager, you know where you need to go to fix everything. And for what you found out from your friend, you now know what actually happened to the wolf. I thought you were going there tomorrow with your friend, to that place, Wicker Cursewell, right? You know, 
I think I went there once, about a hundred years ago or so. I don't know what it is about that place, but it has definitely got a dark shadow hanging over it. Or at least that was the impression that I got from it when I was there. And I'm guessing that whomever or whatever resides there, the one responsible for taking the wolf away from you, is not nice in the slightest. Which is why I want to go with you, to help you, and also to protect you, just like I promised to do on our wedding day. I would do anything for you, Olivia. You know that, right? My queen, replied Vega, as he pulled Olivia close to him and squeezed her tight and then rested his head against the right-hand side of her neck. Don't bite me, please, said Olivia, with a continued tone of annoyance in her voice. I wasn't going to, said Vega, as he pulled away from Olivia slightly out of frustration at the insinuation that he would use this moment to engage in a carnal act of vampiric intimacy. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, said Olivia, as she put both of her hands on Vega's forearms and pulled him close to her once again. I'm sorry, it's just, it's just, I know, Olivia, I know. But I am not the bad guy, remember? I'm here for you for whatever, whenever. I love you. I would do anything for you. I will even try and contact the messenger god myself somehow to see if he can aid you in bringing the wolf pack. But until then, you must do what you have to do. And like I said, I will go with you and I will help you. And when you return, then I have something to tell you that I have wanted to tell you for ages. But what I have to tell you can wait a little longer, until you return and after you get the wolf back, said Vega, as he held Olivia tightly and then tenderly kissed her on the neck like he had done so many times before. The time arrived when Vega and Olivia had to say goodbye to one another. Neither Vega nor Olivia wanted to be apart from one another, but Olivia knew that if she were going to get the wolf back, then she would have to do it herself. Olivia knew that she alone would have to face the witch in the well of Wicker Cursewell, whoever they were, who, after doing some research into old folk tales, Olivia had been given a vague education of, so that she could convince them to reverse what they had done and return the wolf to every werewolf around the world. Unfortunately, due to ill health, Mary, the fellow werewolf that Olivia had connected with in the shared dreamscape that all werewolves with the wolf within them appeared to have access to, would not be able to accompany Olivia. Quite frankly, Olivia anticipated Mary not being able to go with her because it seemed as if since the wolf left the werewolves of the world, those who were werewolves were now starting to suffer the ill effects from the wolf in them being exercised. Olivia herself could feel that something was wrong inside her. However, she did not inform Vega because she did not wish to worry him. However, for the first time in years, Olivia was overcome with a multitude of fears. A fear of not getting the wolf back. A fear of not coming back from her encounter with the malevolent entity she was to face off against. A fear of dying. A fear of not seeing her daughter again. A fear of losing Vega.